please walk Sparky for me? No way. <laughs> I'll throw in a caramel frappe. Ooh, make it a large. Deal. Get a sweet deal. $2 any size McCafe beverage on the McDonald's app. Between you and me, Sparky, I would have walked you for free. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Offer valid through 4322 or participate in McDonald's. Valid one time per day. McDonald's app download and registration required. Hurry in during Ram Truck Month, where you'll find J.D. Power's number one brand and new vehicle quality in 2021. And right now, get 0% financing for 72 months, plus 1,000 bonus cash on the 2022 Ram 1500 Bighorn Crew Cab. For 2021 J.D. Power award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Not compatible with any other offer. 0% APR financing for 72 months equals $13.89 per month for 1,000 finance for well-qualified buyers through Carousel Capital, regardless of down payment. Not all buyers will qualify. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery by 331-2022. And the go live. All right. Let's see what's going on here. Yes. That's good. 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 Yeah. All right. Let's check this out. See if I can't find us on the video screens here. Live. Oh, look at that. It even says live. That's amazing. What's up, Wendy? How are you doing? Boom. Go to this one, y'all. Let me see. Let me see. Go to the page. Go to the videos. Click that over. Oh, yeah. What's up, Mojo folks? Good to see you guys. Clicking up on over there on the Mojo 5.0 radio. <sighs> this is a little bit behind the scenes. Kind of getting things ready, getting things sorted, making sure we hit... We'll be hitting the radio side in two minutes. Two minutes on the radio side. All right. Let's see what we got here. Erica, hey. Nicole, good to see you. <laughs> uh, sadly, no, I am not Doc, Gwen. I am not Doc. Uh, here, I'll let you see. Not Doc. I wish I was. Well, maybe. I don't know. He's taller than I am, but he's also older, and so maybe not. Patty, let's see here. Boom, 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 boom. Yes, Nicole, you did find Erica. Good job. Good job for you. <laughs> yes, people are here. People are here. Oh, let's see what else is going on. Man, we have quite a show. Quite a show. Richard, what's going on, sir? What was the dot dot dot? What was the ellipses for earlier? Huh? What was the ellipses for? I want to know. Better looking than Doc? Oh, thank you. Thank you. But that's just because I'm young. Let's see. All right. Cool. Great stuff. We'll be kicking off at pretty much exactly 318 my time. Um, there's going to be a slight delay on the Facebook feeds. Hey, 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 come on. Come on, Erica. It's okay. They can do that. <laughs> Lori, bringing me down. Bringing me down. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you for bringing me back down to earth. Good times. Don't worry, Gwen. It's okay. It is quite all right. You didn't know exactly who was going to show up. <laughs> all right, guys, I'm going to hit radio silence, and uh, we're going to be... Starting in just a second. Hello, everybody. You're listening to the Defenders of American Exceptionalism. We are live! And I'm very excited about what's going to happen over the next, mm, let's say, short month into the new year. Mm. 
You can find us, by the way, uh, pretty much anywhere that you can find any social media platform. Uh, we are on Facebooks, YouTubes, the Instagrams, the Twitters, all with the uh, same setup, D-O-A-E Show. Um, so if you go to Facebook.com forward slash D-O-A Show, you can find the live feed right now. You can also go to Mojo Five O Radio, um, either on their radio or... If you go to the Facebook page, mojo50radio.com, uh, mo- uh, facebook.com slash mojo50radio, you will find me there as well. Um, you can live chat with me through those fountains, and you can also go to the, the Twitters. And if you do follow us on Twitter, it's hashtag I see what you did there because I did see what you did there. By the way, don't forget, go to our website, doaeshow.com. That's D-O-A-E show.com, where you can find uh, wonderful swag like the shirt that I have on or the mug in my hand um, and yoga pants, ladies. Ladies. Sorry, that's a very bad joke. Um, let me see here. <sighs> a couple of programming notes. Very soon. Very soon. Um, we will have the deal signed. And we will be exclusive to Mojo Five O Radio. We will be a, uh, th- this show will be a Mojo Five O Radio exclusive show, um, which means bigger and better things coming down the line for all of you. And I'm very excited. I'm really, really giddy for it. Uh, and that's ba- Patty. Uh, Patty Gwynn. I meant nine o three eighteen. Nine o three eighteen. So yeah. A little bit off on the timing there, so sorry about that. Wanted to, uh, I confuse people um, with my timing and my numbers and everything else. All right, so uh, enough of the jabbering uh, uh, and all of that mess. Let's talk about the caravan. I know you guys have heard tons about it over the week. Everybody's been talking caravan this, caravan that. I've actually kind of kept away from it because, well, everybody's covering it pretty well. You know, people are... You know, pretty there. And by the way, Nicole, no, I didn't let the cat out of the bag. Matt Locke let the cat out of the bag on their show yesterday. So it's not me. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. It was Matt Locke. Matt Locke did it. Anyway, um, so I've kept away from the caravan a little bit, uh, mainly because, you know, everybody else is talking about it. Everybody else is making great jokes about it. But this hit me today. Um, in the news feed, and since nobody else has talked about it yet, I'm going to. Um, so, yeah, we've heard about the massive amounts of HIV, AIDS, strep, TB, pox, um, all the strains of flu and influenza, and everybody's, you know, about about a third of the 6,000 people at the border are currently <laughs> having to be kind of moved moved away moved move out uh, of the area um so all quarantined and everything else well you have that and you have all of that mess going on and the quarantining and everything else and them saying well we don't have enough medicine and all this other jazz look that's not the problem you see the migrants Air quotes, guys. Migrants are on a hunger strike. Yes, there is a handful of migrants who are so upset with everything that's been going on and the their their plea and everything with uh, with with America and uh, trying to get across the border that they're on a hunger strike. See, on Thursday, they started it. And uh, apparently a handful of, so a handful of the thousands of Central American migrants, quote, migrants, out of the U.S.-Mexican border, waiting to plead their case for asylum in the United States, launched a hunger strike on Thursday to protest the Mexican police blocking their way. Really? You see, members of the 6,000-strong caravan, mostly migrants from Honduras, which, by the way, if you haven't heard what happened with Honduras and how they got to the point where they decided that they were going to be migrants walking up towards Central America, it's very simple. The president got kicked out legally from the government, and he decided it was America's fault. And so he got a whole bunch of people that followed him to follow him all the way up to Mexico, which he got funding from Venezuela and George Soros and Open Borders and a whole bunch of other people. Anyway, that's out in the weeds. You see, they've been sleeping outdoors. 
and on cold floors, and on mats, and on overcrowded shelter, since they've arrived in Tijuana City, across the border from San Diego, California, three weeks ago. And Mexican immigration authorities on Thursday began transporting some of the migrants via buses to a new shelter to help lessen the strain. Under these harsh immigration policies introduced by the President Trump on the U.S. border... Wait, sorry. Time out. Time out. These policies have been in place since the 90s. At minimum, the 90s. Trump has not actually placed a new policy. All he's done is actually enforce it. You, I'm not a big Trump guy, but you got to at least get your facts right. Anyway, U.S. Customs Borders Control off, uh, U.S. Customs uh, and uh, Border Control officers fired tear gas canisters at Mexico at dozens of mi- migrants who tried to rush the border fence on Sunday. Duh, because they tried to rush the border fence. It's no big deal. They've been doing this forever. Gosh, I need that as a sounder. On Thursday, as a steady rain fell and partially flooded the sports complex serving uh, serving as the main shelter, it was Mexican police who stopped more than a dozen migrants of the caravan from approaching uh, the border crossing. Quote, what the police are doing is unfair. The truth is we're going to fight. We are fighting for our rights, said one migrant who's 22 and from Madrid and apparently knows English. Um, Or they just translated it for us, either way. Why are, quote, the police treating us like this if we're not causing them or the Mexican people any trouble? You are causing them trouble. The fact that you are there costs the Mexican government thousands and thousands of dollars per person per day. You are causing trouble. You are in one of the worst cities in Mexico. <laughs> and you have decided to be the worst of the worst among them. So you are causing more problems. And you're also causing more political problems for Mexico. So I don't know what you're trying to get at with saying, like, we're not causing any problems. We're just sitting here. And uh, no, no, that's not. No. No. No, you you aren't just sitting there. You are causing major issues. Uh, Later on down the line, let's see, Trump has threatened to permanently close the U.S.-Mexican border, which is fine because technically they don't need to come up here anyway. Uh, Mexico government has pushed back, arguing that the migrants have a right to ask U.S. officials for asylum. The UN, U.N. agencies said this week asylum seekers fleeing violence and persecution are entitled to lodge claims to obtain sanctuary. Okay, couple things. One, we know that these people are not asylum seekers. Uh, we know that they are not asylum seekers because we know exactly how their money w- came to them. We know exactly how they got on those buses. We know who paid for everything. And we know for a fact that these people are a political movement. They aren't asylum seekers. If they were asylum seekers, they wouldn't be carrying the Honduran flag and saying that they demand that America take them in. There's a big difference between a person asking, look, I'm trying to get away from the worst possible situation in my life and I'm trying to save my family. Versus, I demand... That because our president got kicked out of the country, that you let us all in because you're the reason why our country has some of the laws that it has. Because they look to you to make those laws. So we want entrance into your country. No. You can't. It's not asylum that you're looking for. You're looking for a handout. You're looking for somebody to take the blame. You're looking for a scapegoat. And above all that, you're looking for America to do your dirty work. No. You don't get that. You don't deserve that. You are a human being. You deserve what you bring for yourself. First, look after you and yours. 
after you've been able to look after you and yours. Then, let's talk about figuring out how we can help everybody else. I get it. The UN has these rules that they don't follow, but they want to force onto America. Why? Because America is the reason why the UN is founded. The only reason why we have a UN is because America funds it. No, what if we stopped funding America? Oh, uh, stop funding the UN. I mean, probably would be a bad thing overall with uh, uh, with policy, uh, political clout, and things of that nature. But if you go through the motions of looking at what are we doing at the UN, what is the UN doing for us as an America, and how much are we spending to get that little bit of benefit, if any? It's useless. They can drop their treaties. They can do everything they want. They can let people loose and raise hell. But if America does one thing, even remotely close to not quite right, we get the burn. We'll be right back, folks. Stand by. Hey, look, we're on a commercial break, all you people watching on the live feeds. Ha, oh, man, you guys are really, really active tonight. That's awesome. Let me see here. Patty Strong, yeah, they're messing up my plans to move uh, to, to Mexico. Are you moving to Mexico or are you moving to New Mexico? I don't see problem there. Uh, hunger strike, <laughs> not getting it. Yeah, exactly. Hunger strike means they're going to take... Any more handouts? Yeah, no, no. They're still going to take handouts. They still have cell phones. Uh, you know, they still have got a, pretty much all technology. No, Patty, I'm I'm really not a big Trump guy. Um, I'm libertarian focused, and you know, Trump's policies have been pretty good. Um, I don't like what he says, but I mean, I can deal with that as long as his policies stay true to what it has been so far. So, um, when he's good, I go. Uh, you know, I'm right there behind him. But uh, when he's bad, I really don't, I, I stand away from him because it's not, not great um, for anybody. Let me see here. Matt Locke, did he? Yes, he can. <clears throat> Matt Locke, did he? Yes. Uh, keep that crap out of the country. Yes, I, I completely agree, Wendy. Can't keep secrets to save his life. Are you talking about Matt Locke or you talking about President Trump? Because uh, <laughs> it's the same thing. Oh, let's see, Nicole, Jules, hunger strike. Saving Tijuana some money already. Yeah, the hunger strike might save them a little bit of money, but then they're going to be had to force feed them, so that's not good at all. <sighs> beans, beans. The more you eat, the more you eat. Yeah. Yep, no. Uh, magical fruits, they are. They're, they're very, very magical. That's right, Nicole. I, I am not shy to call him out when he screws up. <coughs> Sorry. Um, getting over a sore throat, so a little bit of chach in the throats, you know. That's always issues. Mm. do 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 when is he bad? Oh, I mean, I wouldn't have voted for him morally, and I didn't vote for him because of the morality issue that he has on a constant basis. So, eh. all right, let me see here. Okay, we should be coming back from the to the radio in just a few seconds, folks. And we're back. You're listening to the Defenders of American Exceptionalism. <sighs> huh. And it looks like I lost a follower. Yes. Awesome. That's That works. That works. Um, if you come here for honesty, that's, that's what I'm here for. 
if you come here for Trump worship, I am not. So, uh, that's that being said, you know, more power to you. All right. <sighs> Everybody each to their own. Cool. So coming out of the border wall, that wasn't even intentional. Neil deGrasse Tyson is being investigated for sexual misconduct. That's right. Neil deGrasse Tyson is being investigated for by Fox and produced, uh, producers of Cosmo and the National Geographic for being a- accused of sexual misconduct, according to the Hollywood Reporter. You see, two women came forward with accusations against Tyson in, piece pu- in a piece published by Pathios on Thursday. One woman is an astronomer, uh, associated professor of physics and astronomer at uh, Bucknell University, while the other one is a former assistant of Mr. Tyson's. Um, the assistant alleged that Tyson's, uh, Tyson attempted to pressure her into sex and had a predatory tendency. Um, she also said that she had quit her job after multiple inappropriate social, uh, sexual advances from Tyson also says that uh, the astroph- astrophysicist made misogynistic comments. There's got to be a joke about Neil deGrasse Tyson and chicken. and There's, there's a joke somewhere, guys. There's, there's got to be a good joke somewhere. You come up with that. Neil deGrasse Tyson, chicken, sex, sexual conduct jokes. Do that. I know you can. I, I believe in you. So... We have only just become aware of recent allegations regarding Neil deGrasse Tyson. We take these matters very seriously, and we're reviewing, uh, reviewing the recent reports. This is a quote from Fox and National Geographic. You see, the doctor said that she was felt up by Tyson um, in, in an event in tw- 2009. Quote, my experience with him is he's not someone who has great respect for the female bodily autonomy another woman uh another woman a musician um has previously alleged that she was raped by tyson while they were graduate students see the credo at my heart of cosmo is the follow is to follow the evidence where it leads the producers of cosmo can do no less in this situation we are committed to a thorough investigation of this matter and to act accordingly as soon as it it concludes. That's for a couple of those in between. So it looks like, now once again, a um, couple keys. I don't really like Neil deGrasse Tyson. Wow, which came first, Neil deGrasse Tyson or the egg? Mm. I knew you'd do it. I knew you'd do it. All right, so... Um, which came first, Neil deGrasse Tyson or the Ick? I don't know. Um, I really don't know. But um, I'm sure he enjoyed it thoroughly. So, <laughs> once again, I don't like Neil deGrasse Tyson very much. Um, I find him extremely arrogant, um, very full of himself, uh, very big-headed. Uh, <laughs> anyway... Um, and he seems to be very close-minded about his situations and about things that he believes in. Uh, not very open to uh, new situations. So anyway, um, with that being said, and politically, I disagree with him wholeheartedly because, you know, he's a flaming progressive. So with that being said, and with that understanding... He is accused, and only accused. At this point, he is innocent until proven guilty. Now, would they say the same thing about anybody on the right? Just putting that out there. And speaking of not having 
uh, not having any uh, any reality or any understanding of the female body autonomy. Out of Egypt. Check this out. I'll show you guys a picture here. This is a female actress. Her name is Rania Youssef. She is from Egypt. And she is currently on trial for wearing that dress in Cairo. Uh, she is on trial in Cairo for wearing that dress at a closing ceremonies at a film festival in public. You see, Egypt is a mostly conservative Muslim-majority country, an Arab country of 100 million people who's retained vestiges of secularism despite decades of growing religious conservatism. But Yusuf's case serves as a reminder that the Islamic fundamentalist still pervades society's fi- uh, society five years after Islamic president, uh, their Islamic president was ousted. You see, she wanted to show off her body. She wanted to flaunt a little bit about what she had. Now, all the major issues, all the major parts were covered. But as you saw by the picture, you could basically see all the way up her leg. And you can see her arms, and you can see her face. And so, given the fact that you can see all of her body parts, except for the ones that are necessary for that development, um, she is on trial in Egypt and will possibly go to jail for wearing a dress. That's right. That was no burqa. This is no burqa. If that was a burqa, she'd be just fine. If that was a beekeeper suit, she'd be just fine. But the fact that she decided she was going to flaunt what nature gave her um, at a time and a place where it was pretty much that's what they expect of you. You know, a film festival, red carpet, big picture. They expect you to go through and flaunt what you have. And that's okay. You know, I'm not, I'm not, I wish, uh, I, I hope that my daughters, when they grow up, they dress modestly. Um, I hope I teach them properly. And I hope they don't reject it. But besides that point, you do what you do. She is an adult. She has the ability. Too many holes, Nicole? Yes, that's, that's, uh, yes, too many, too many holes. Uh, Very good there. But, (laughs) you see, I shouldn't have started with that. I shouldn't have started there. I really shouldn't have. Um, There's not too much to this story because we're trying to keep it under wraps. And uh, by that, I mean they're trying to keep things on the down low, um, undercover. No, um... Dang. Mum? They're trying to keep things mum. Yeah. I think that'll work. Um, and so, we don't really know a lot about it, but I, I it came up on my newsfeed. Um, it was out of this world to think that she would be in trouble for something like wearing a dress. But apparently in Egypt, um, if you are an Egyptian citizen... You can get in trouble. This is Defenders of American Exceptionalism. We will be right back. I don't know, Jules. I don't know. She will be. She'll be. She'll be a mummy soon. She might be a mummy. She'll be somebody's mummy. Um, no, you're not screwing up the audio, Nicole. You are not. I. I was looking at like ten thousand things. Um, and that's, that's amazing. I really do think, think it's funny. I lost, uh, lost a viewer because I'm not a 
not a huge Trump fan. That's that's okay. That's cool. Um, let me see here. Commenting too much? Nah. Nah. A mummy? Yeah, she's under wraps. Good catch, Erica. Too many holes. Yes. That was the net. Uh, not that was a net, Jay. Everybody must be stoned. Ouch. Wendy. That's harsh. That's harsh, Wendy. Oh, oh, goodness gracious. Let's see here. What's going on with this? Oh, looking back on. Yep, yep. Uh, Donna, I remind you of your son. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I, I hope it's a good thing. <laughs> I see. Pretty sure sex with chickens is illegal in most states. Yeah, you're probably right. West Virginia is one of those that it's not. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> oh, man. Jules, it's okay. I, I just thought it was funny. It's over on the... Uh, you, you can go see it if you want to. It's a... Uh, uh, all the comments on the, on it are on the other page. Um, it's really cool. It, I'm just fine if if that's what it means. Like, I mean, I I sold a a a Trump pool T-shirt because I thought it was funny, um, and because it was funny. So at the same point in time, like I said, I'll support him when he's right and when it's funny. But when he's wrong, I just can't do it. Yeah, Erica, it is West Virginia. It is. It is. But, you know, you, nobody can handle those situations, I guess. Mm-hmm. What does Neil deGrasse go? Uh, what do they uh, lock him out of the uh, chicken farms? Knocks on the gate. Damn some good chicks right there. Mm-hmm. Some good chicks. Oh, you just had to send that message out right when the right when the show was coming back on. Erica, that one's for you. <laughs> and Jules. Oh, goodness. Goodness gracious. All right. <laughs> so a Dallas grand jury has indicted uh, the Texas officer Amber Geiger. Uh, you, you remember the story, Amber Geiger, she uh, randomly showed up at somebody else's apartment who happens to live in her apartment complex um, and opened the door, found the man there, and shot him dead. I'm sure you guys remember that, right? Well, apparently she has been found guilty by a grand jury um, of of the murder. See a Dallas County grand jury on Friday indicted former Dallas police officer Amber Geiger for murder. Um, according to county records, Geiger shot and killed Botham Jean, um, an unarmed black man, in his Dallas apartment on September 6th. Uh, she killed Jean in his apartment after returning. Yeah, we already know all the stuff. Yeah, okay, got it, got it, got it. She supposed somehow she she screwed up which floor she lived on, or something else. I'm just trying to get to you know. Questions surrounding deadly force, everything else, backlash, whole bunch of jibber jabber, whole bunch of stupid stuff, and no, no, they have not given the sentence. So she has been convicted. Um, they didn't give the sentence out yet. I guess that is going to be for a later date, but that's okay. Um, you know what? Actually, before I go to the next thing. Th- this really bothers me uh, quite a bit. Let's see if I can't pull this up here. Um, Erica shared this on Twitter right before the show. 
And it's like, what what better way to get your blood boiling than to talk about, you know, Al Sharpton. Reverend Al Sharpton sold his life story, the, the rights to his life story, for $531,000 for 10 years. But he did it to his own charity. Reverend Al Sharpton just sold the rights to his life story only for 10 years to his own 501c3. The man who has been evading taxes for the past 20-something years, the man who should have been in jail multiple times, the man that doesn't even get kicked off of Twitter for calling Jews termites. That man just sold his life story to his own 501c3 so he could make a buck and so that they could sell the story and make a little bit extra. I don't see a problem with this, do you? Nah, maybe we just move on. Hey, you know what? You know what's really cool? Um, we haven't really talked about this lately, but North Korea and South Korea have been getting along, and they've been getting along really well. Um, after all the talks and everything went through, and the last time our, our guys came through, uh, I don't know if it's legal at all, Donna. Um, apparently, because he started it, and I don't know if he's actually a board member or if somebody else signed for it, but uh, because there's more people involved than just him, he was able to do it somehow. The man is just, yeah, exactly, Jules. The man is just laundering money. Um, so North and South Korea, they've been on this push lately, and it's been good. It's been real good. I mean, so very good. It's been really good. Super good. And by that, I mean, here's the thing. They've been destroying watchtowers on the DMZs. They've been, uh, be, uh, they, they've been communicating back and forth tons and tons. Uh, uh, Kim Jong-un and, uh, and the South Korean uh, president, they've been, they've been talking a lot. And um, I got to say, this seems like a good thing. I still have my concerns. I still have my worries um, that North Korea, after they after they kind of merge North and South Korea, then once they get this thing rolling, that North Korea doesn't just try to, you know, take everything, steal the resources, uh, kill the president, and, you know, act as one big Korea again, but it all be controlled by the communist North Korea. I'm kind of concerned that that's what's going to happen eventually, but... Until then, Seoul, South Korea, and Southern Korean trains on Friday crossed into North Korea for the first time in a decade. As the two countries began a joint study on, the, on renovating the North's decrepit rail system and linking it to the South's. So they're finally fixing the rail system in North Korea by getting help from South Koreans and they're sending trains to North Korea. First time in a long time. It's been over uh, over the next 18 days, they say. Dozens of officials and engineers from both Koreas will live and work on the six-car train, traveling more than 1,600 miles as they study the Northern North's railway network and consider what, would take, uh, what it would take to bring it up into national standards. The train rolled north across the country's heavily armed borders on Friday. The joint study, quote, signals the intern Korea co- cooperation and uh, that it's reaching new levels. That's uh, that's from President Mu Jae-in of South Korea. So, and the study is one of numbers of collaborations between Moon and uh, and Kim. Uh, they they met for the first time in April, and th- th- they've been <laughs> so. Uh, actually, Kim made a joke about his his railways being uh, in embarrassing shape, and so that was the way that they went, and they decided to keep on going down that path. Now, 
I can say this with utmost confidence. If President Trump had not have done what he had done in, in and to North Korea, if he had not pushed the things that he had pushed in North Korea and in South Korea, this would never have happened. The reason why I know that? We had eight years of a president who said that he was going to fix things like North Korea. And at that time, for those entire eight years, they did nothing but make it worse. For those Trump supporters out there, this is one of those times where I can back the president and I can say, good job. You may not be full in there, but the fact that you started it and you were able to pull yourself out and let them start fixing it, hopefully, hopefully they find a way to make their lives better and to join Korea as one big country so that we can stop the stalemate that is involved. And I mean, really. A 60-something year armistice? 60-something years! We've been at a stalemate between North and South Korea. If we can finally end this war, maybe we can claim some of the soldiers that are still, that, that, that have been buried, long since buried in, in mass graves in North Korea. Maybe we could find all the things that we needed to find. And maybe we could stop worrying about uh, China's influence on Korea and as it sets and a crazy little dictator with, with a couple of nukes. South Korea is a shining light. They have their problems. There is a lot of corruption. But that's because their system is not based on the same foundations that ours are. But even still, we are corrupt as well. Our country is corrupt as well. Theirs is just worse. Because they had a bad foundation. A bad starting point. And yet they are still one of the top economies in the world. And it just kind of it goes to show... It doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter what you do. If you decide to take your country and make it capitalist, make it a market economy, even semi-free, you release the fountains of fortune upon you and upon your citizens. If you can do that, if you can keep that, even with some bad scruples, even with the people that just try to manipulate everything in their, go in their governments, all the corruption, all the hatred, all the tie-ups, all the red tape, the 10,000 administrations and administrators in those administrations making hundreds of thousands of people If you can keep that working, you'll prosper. Now, will you like it? Maybe. The more freedom you give your people, the more success your people will see, and the more your government will thrive. It's as simple as that. We as Americans... We thrive, or we did thrive as much as we did for the past 200 and some years because of our freedoms, because of what we were allowed to do, because we knew that we were free men and free women, free people. And as that, as a society of free people, we decided to found a government to serve us <clears throat> and to keep our freedoms 
because that's the only reason why a government should be in place, is to make sure that our founding principles and our freedoms stay. We have rights, but with those rights, we have responsibilities, and we can't just slough them off to our government. With that, we'll be right back. Hold on. Yes, a republic, uh, a republic if we can keep it. That is correct, Wendy. That is correct. That was Benjamin Franklin. Hey, Justin. Good to see you. See y'all. Sorry I didn't respond immediately, but I was uh, kind of on a tirade there. Donna, you're a paralegal. I didn't know you were a paralegal. It's not legal. I mean, there's no way that it could actually be legal. I mean, it's a company that you made. Well... Uh, yeah, there, there's probably a loophole or two he could probably get through. Yeah, the, it does look like the Koreans are trying to make nice, Erica. I hope that that is the case. I really do. Um, because if it's not the case, mm, there's going to be some major problems. If Kim has something up his sleeve, um, for later on down the road, there's going to be some major issues there. And that's, that's, that's problematic. It sucks. Oh, let me see here. We had to stand up against the communists and the socialists in order to maintain our freedom. Our freedom, freedoms are in peril. Yes, Jules, our freedoms are in peril. That is correct. And yes, we do have to stand up to those people, but we also have to make sure that we stand up in a way um, that lets them know that they have the right to say that thing that they believe in, but that it does. It just doesn't work. It doesn't work in America. Donna, I think the problem is you're a paralegal in the state of Florida. I think that's that's the issue. Florida Florida laws are all wacky. I <laughs> Sharpton has cancer in his soul. Wow. I definitely think Kim has something up his sleeve. Ah. Uh, it's definitely not in his pants. Just saying. <sighs> oh. You see, nobody's talking in the Mojo chat room. You guys are all chatting over here. That's good. I like that. That's funny. Funny to me, anyway. I don't. I don't know if they like it over on, uh, over on Mojo, but have you guys here chatting with me because you know who I am. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Sharpton has a soul. Of course Sharpton has a soul. Come on. He has a soul. It's just corrupt. Yes, that's correct. That's correct. Kim has nothing in his pants. That's why he's very unhappy. Welcome back. Last segment of the DOA show, Defenders of American Exceptionalism. Look, check us out. Go to our website, uh, doaeshow.com. You can find um, all of our the backlog of all of our shows there. You can uh, find the live feed from the YouTube's page. Um, and you can find a ton of other stuff. And you know what? We have stories come out. We have writers writers with us, uh, people that love to write articles back and forth and do everything else. And let me just ask you this. If you can, support us. Become a defender with us. It's, it's $5 a month. It's uh, $50 for the entire year. And when you do the annual subscription, you get a free T-shirt. Um, you either get the shirt that I'm wearing with the Eagle Crest, or you can get the I See What You Did There T-shirt. Um but if you can't afford it, that's cool. Just sign up and be a uh, be a shield bearer with us. Become a shield bearer. It's free. Um, it just requires an email. And when we have updates and things like that, if I don't just announce them on the radio like this, you guys will be the first ones to know. 
plain and simple. We're trying to grow our feet. Um, we're trying to grow Mojo as well. We want to make sure that everybody succeeds all the way around. So that's that's just what it is. That's just how we how we kind of roll on that one. Let me see here. So a uh, couple things I wanted to hit on before we close out. You see, there's a strange wave rippled around the world, and nobody knows why. Instruments picked up the seismic waves of uh, more than 10,000 miles away. But apparently, nobody felt it. See, on November 11th, just before 9.30 UT time, I don't know what that means, but UT. Um, I think it's universal time. Universal time? Yeah, I think that's universal time. A mysterious rumble rolled around the world. A seismic wave began roughly 15 miles offshore of Mayotte, a French island sandwiched between Africa and the northern tip of Madagascar. The waves buzzed across Africa, ringing sensors in Zambia, Kenya, and Ethiopia. It went a really long ways, and everybody felt it, and apparently the waves rippled across the world. It was like a random seismic shift that everybody felt. And it may have put in motion things like the stuff that happened in Alaska and everything else. So they don't know exactly what's going on. They don't know why it happened. Apparently they're going to have to research it. <laughs> Nicole, I don't know how to help you. I don't know how to help you. You're sorry. Double click the screen. I, I That's all I can tell you. All right. So um, they rippled around the world. The earth shuddered. And science has no idea why. I just gotta say, that's kind of creepy. I mean, I know what I believe, but um, I don't know what these scientists believe. So anyway, I want to leave you with this. Because it's going to take us a few minutes to get through this. And uh, I want to make sure that you guys are prepared for a living hell. That's right. This is nine effects of a climate change that will make your life a living hell. Number one. Hurricane hell. Hurricanes and tropical cyclones are some of the most destructive and extreme weather events on the planet. NASA has has declared them the most violent storms on Earth. And we've we've been experiencing, uh, experienced recently, uh, is just a taste of what Mother Nature will hold at us in the years to come. You know what's funny about that? They're right about this one fact. In the years to come, we will have a bunch more hurricanes, but it's not because of climate change. It's because of our solar cycle. You see, the reason why we haven't had a ton of hurricanes is because up until the past couple years, the Earth has been warming ever so slightly. But over the past few years, there's been a major shift in the temperature changes during the seasons. And when you have the high temperatures meeting the cooler temperatures and the air twists over the oceans, and that causes a cyclone to form, and that causes the eye of the storm, which then causes a hurricane and blah, 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 everything else. You see, a hurricane is not caused just because of hot temperatures. If it was just hot weather, the hurricane would never form because there wouldn't be enough downshifting current to, to cross over. So anyway, yes, we will see more hurricanes in the recent in the coming years, and they will get stronger for the next few years. Um, but at the same point in time, it's not because of climate change. It is just because that's normal. That's that's just how it works. It's that's that's Mother Nature. Number two, crashing real estate markets, 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 markets. See, with the rising sea levels, increased uh, increased destructive storms could ravage properties along the eastern coast in the coming decades. Then why haven't these people sold their houses and moved inland? If you believe 
that in the coming decades, your house is going to be underwater. Why have you not sold your house and given up and moving inward? Because you don't actually believe it. Stop joking. Stop it. Number three, climate change kills the internet. Really? Internet access may be a staple of the modern world, but climate change, pose- uh, ca- climate change poses a devastating threat to the infrastructure that supports it, according to recent studies. About 4,000 miles of the fiber conduit uh, will be underwater. Duh. They, they, they've been like that forever. Forever. And over 1,000... Collocation centers will be surrounded by water in the next 15 years. Oh, so you're talking about the centers that actually collect the networks that are directly on the underlying underwater feeds that are already underwater? Yeah, those feeds? Yeah, it's very simple. Um, you just make sure that they're watertight. That's not going to be an issue. You, you, you build an extra couple feet. It's not a big deal. Or you move it inland, once again. So when you just move it inland. Uh, which they can't do currently because if they did that, um, then they'd be going across roads and bridges and other things that people have. Number four. Well, uh, underwater Navy. You see, as the sea rises, our boats will no longer float for some reason, and the Navy will just be beneath the waves. I don't... They go to explain this, but it doesn't make any sense, so just... Just forego that. Number five, refugees. We ain't seen nothing yet. This is what Al Gore and what is what's his face has been talking about recently. The climate refugees. Um, so the United Nations predicts that by 2020, nearly 50 million people worldwide will be dis. Look, guys, stop with this crap. 2020. That's in a year. In a month. Okay, no. And some estimates say that the numbers could reach as high as 1 billion by 2050. Once again, 10 years ago, they said that we'd all be underwater. And that the ice caps would melt so far that New York would be completely flooded and everybody would have had to move inland um, at least 100 miles. So, no. That's a lie. Six, the human cesspool. No, really. Swimming in poop at a local beach or wading through soiled streets is more than a cringeworthy thought. It's a dangerous reality. Usually, sewer systems carry wastewater to treatment plants, but storms, heavy rains, and floods can overwhelm the systems and send raw sewage into the streets, rivers, beaches, blah, 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 blah. Basically, the waters will overflow in the sewage systems, and it'll be terrible, horrible thing. Number seven. Extreme heat. That's what my wife called me last night. The past summer saw record-breaking temperatures across North America, Europe, Middle Eastern, and Asia. Um, yes. For like a day. Not for not for the entire summer. Once again, you're ta- so you are doing the exact same thing that you say everybody else does. You're taking a small segment and saying that this is proof for or against. Shut up. Number eight, uncontrollable forest fires. That's because of, uh, of the public pl- uh, not planning properly, not doing what they're supposed to do, not cleaning out the debris and the underbrush. And number nine, food. Apparently, we're all going to starve and die and then it'll be the end. It'll be the end because we're going to flood. And those areas that don't flood are going to burn. And the areas that don't burn are going to be famined. And we're all going to die. It's the four horsemen of the apocalypse. And Christ will come. And they say that Christians are weird about their end times. Anyway, it's been fun. It's been real. It's been real fun. Catch you next time on the DOE Show. Bye-bye.
Charles didn't have just any coronary artery disease. He had Charles's coronary artery disease. Michelle didn't have just any heart attack. She had Michelle's heart attack. At VCU Health Poly Heart Center, we know every heart is unique. And as Virginia's only nationally ranked heart program, we'll keep them beating healthy and strong. VCU Health Poly Heart Center. Learn more at vcuhealth.org slash heart.